So before they moved me, I was working a special detail and the detail was in, it was in the outdoors and it was about a hundred degrees outside. And the detail consisted of quite a few of us uh, monitoring uh, safety and patrolling the area. Well, on this day, one of the supervisors uh, that I was uh, being supervised just for the day because they were in charge of this special detail. They uh, wanted us to return to our work area from taking a break. And the way they portrayed the message to everyone, he started to get loud and started to started saying like, uh, you know, being aggressive about it, loud talking and then, you know, started cussing like, you know, I don't care. I'm going to do my job. I got to do my job. And actually, nobody even said anything. So I wasn't sure if it was directed towards just me or people that he already knew that he already had a relationship with. But I clearly was not OK with it. So what I did is I started to uh, proceed to walk away, walking back towards my work area. And he kind of like started talking like towards me. So I said, well, wait a minute. Is he addressing me directly? Because maybe because I'm the new guy. So maybe maybe there was some misunderstanding. So. I made sure that I reported it to my union because we was in a union job to get some clarification on exactly was he talking to me. So I told my union rep, I said, hey, listen, we need to have a meeting because I want to make sure that he was not directing his message to me and to make sure that if he was, that he could never talk to me that way. And that's the way, the right, correct, correct way to handle it. Because in a union position, you, of course, you want um, witnesses because it's clearly this is uh, uh, a culture of his that he he talks this way. And maybe some people is okay with it, but I'm not okay with it. So I had to make sure that I was very clear that I was not okay with that. And believe it or not, his manager kind of refused to uh to have a meeting refused to have a meeting was there was no real reasoning why but they kept pushing it off and pushing it off and what happened was the situation got kind of worse because this supervisor started to retaliate with me uh regarding uh overtime so it really got out of hand and all I requested was a meeting. All I requested was a, a sit down talk with his manager, my manager, whoever supervisor, just to talk it out to make sure there's nothing um, that this doesn't happen again. So after that, I kind of knew that uh, at some point because he was like one of the favorites. He was like one of the favorites. So at this point, I knew. They're going to start targeting me in some kind of way. I wasn't sure, but I can just tell that they were going to start targeting me in some kind of way because it didn't. The final of this discussion didn't turn out the way he wanted it to. 
So a few months later, um, the supervisor that I was currently under, she was great. She was great. She actually had me fill in supervisor for her when she was out in my first year. My first year I was in this department, in this office. And when she went on vacation, she suggested that I fill in supervisor. I had probably the minimum experience um, as far as the job and what to do on the day to day. I knew what the day to day was, but as far as uh, I knew the structure of the job. So she knew what my background was and she felt comfortable to have me fill in supervisor for her for her for a week. This was probably like my first first year and a half working at the job. So. At at this point. I knew that at some point they was going to come for me, but they did. Because once my supervisor that I was under, she uh, wound up retiring and they immediately, immediately moved me under a new supervisor. And they didn't stop targeting me. I just felt like they was always trying to pick, try to find something. Um, always wanted me to come back to the office early they always question my work why you did this why you did that and I said I know this is a retaliation or maybe they're just trying to cover their tracks because maybe they're thinking that I'm after them in some kind of way but I just wanted to come in and do my job and at the time being a union rep also uh, you have to be you have to be voiceful you have to uh stand up for people when you have to make a stance sometimes and does that require for leadership to uh come after you sometimes sometimes it do and that's the risk you know but as long as you stay professional and and you just stick with the policy you'll be okay well at least that's what i thought so this one particular supervisor that I was talking about, he always seemed like he wanted to be extra, go the extra mile with me, like double checking my work. Wanted me make me to come in on uh, back to the office to double check my work. You know, he would try to come visit me on my site when I'm working and things like that. So I knew where it was going. And I told myself, I said, before, if they ever put me under the supervisor, I would probably wind up quitting. And a lot of people had thought that. A lot of people actually thought that. Um, years ago, if you would ask me a situation like that, I would never allow someone to actually get in my head or actually make me feel uncomfortable when I'm doing the right thing. So I don't know. I don't know if it was maybe I just wasn't uncomfortable. Maybe I just wasn't comfortable with the job. Maybe this is God's way of pushing me to the limit. Well, that wasn't always, that wasn't the limit that pushed me. So this is how I knew that this job was not for me because I told them I had a production company. I was a promoter. I wanted to get into podcasts and theater and I 
let them know, put them on notice that this is what I wanted to do and gave them all of my information. I wanted to start a production business and just notify them. Well, don't you know, they denied me. They told me that I could not do such a thing and have this job. Well, this has always been a passion of mine. I've been in theater. I've played music. I've, uh, I've, I've been an artist before. I've been in short films. And I've, I've, I've done some promotions. So I've always been. Uh, I've always been a lover of the arts. So what this job was telling me is I can be the arts, but I can't be an owner of the arts. And this is when I knew it was time for me to go. And then I proceeded with my exit. And my exit included my resignation. And my resignation didn't go out to everyone. I didn't really tell too many people because it was a move that I had needed to make myself. It didn't need to be publicized. It didn't need to be broadcasted. And I didn't even want anybody to block or make my exit any extended any longer or make it more difficult. So the reason why I exit and I asked God and I prayed about it. And God said, I'm going to send you something. So God offered, God sent me an offer to be a supervisor. Not only just be a supervisor, but be a supervisor for one of the top companies in the world. So, of course, I took it. They offered me a supervisor position and I took it and I immediately processed my resignation. And my exit was gracefully because... I didn't notify my supervisor. I notified the proper channels of human resources. And I exit without any complications. So. This is Dub's story. It's your story. And it's your story to tell.